interrogation hour. All right, we're fucking back. Another episode of the show. Another episode of your parents watched this. Can you Keaton believe they watched this? They might have. We should do that. Yeah. And Can you believe your parents watched this? Can you believe? Yeah, let's add several exclamation <laughs> and question marks to the end of this title. Uh, we have a special guest, Leif Olson Cormack, uh, local man. That's all I am. Uh, <laughs> it's my one qualification is man. Really? We were trying. And even that's tenuous. <laughs> we're trying to make this man on the street interviews, but we kept getting robbed. So we had to bring the man from the street into the show. Let's get a man in the house interview. Man in the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the only I w- was trying to think of like people who knew stuff about film, and I was like, oh, he's been to Juilliard. Let's get him on. What uh, did you study at Juilliard? I, was it film? I studied playwriting, which is boom. That's Precursor like bad to movies. Film. film adjacent. It's like a, a film that didn't have an editor. Yeah, movies yeah. with no effects and are one shot, yeah. and uh, can really go either way depending on the night you yeah. see it. <laughs> like before rules. the Lumiere brothers invented cinema, <laughs> like it was great. <laughs> Is there theater was amazing? Is there a lot of crossover between like the theater and the cinema worlds, or is it like is it like improv and stand up where it's like two sides of the same coin, but they fucking hate the other side? You know, I thought it would be it was like you you become a playwright, and when you're good enough, you go into film. It's not that way at all. Like uh, it's like it's completely yeah. They're just like ew, gross. That means you write too much dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) That means you don't know how to edit an an explosion. You can't write more than one location. You don't know how to show. Thoughts. Let's watch Theater Boy make a montage. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, and man. yeah, and now and now you've told us about this uh, little B movie gem. That's cool that you went to the most pre- prestigious film school and you're like, yeah, let's watch the stuff. Let's watch the stuff. Stuff is the movie we're covering today. Yeah. Uh, do you do you have like any personal history with this movie? I I was told about it about a year ago, and uh, I. I, I saw like some clips online. I, I think like if you want to get into this movie, you should watch like there's like a summary clip show. Yeah. On YouTube. Because we like just you, you told us about it and we just looked up the trailer and I think three seconds or like literally 30 seconds into the trailer. I was like, stop this. We're watching it right yeah. now. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> like the practical effects are what drew me in. Yeah, seriously. And like the I, I don't know. I can't imagine like trying to wrangle foam like that. OK, uh, I'll do a brief summary of the movie before we get into this. So. It's uh, the stuff is about some miners who find uh, some mysterious white goop in the ground and then immediately taste it and find out it's delicious. Uh, it makes its way onto store shelves as an ice cream slash froyo substitute and becomes America's favorite snack. But thanks to the efforts of an FBI agent turned corporate spy and his friend, a 12 year old boy. They learn the stuff is actually an evil parasite that takes over the minds and bodies of those that eat it. And it's up to only them to stop it, which they do by uh, flying to Georgia, blackmailing a colonel and blowing up a factory and sending uh, a radio broadcast telling all other God fearing patriots to do the same. Yeah, let's fucking break this shit down. So it starts off. You get some minors. Okay, clarify that it's not like children. Oh, it's yeah, minus. yeah. It's okay, yeah. Minus. Okay, yeah. So it's not like under 18. <laughs> Just finding E-R-S. some white frothy substance on the ground and start selling it. <laughs> All these young children start eating this little, this white goop. So they're fracking for yeah. oil. Yeah, Brad thinks this is an anti-fracking movie, but we'll get to it. You think so? That. What what was the site that they were on? Was it what were they mining for? Because there's snow there. I don't know. I thought it was a mine, but I think on the Wikipedia page they said it was like a factory or something. But they're digging in the dirt, so I'm saying it's a mine. Okay. And they all have hard hats on. I, I don't know. I, I assumed it was some sort of refinery. Of, I read a couple intellectual articles about it. They said it was fracking. That's why I think it's fracking. <laughs> so i don't know if you have any evidence to suggest it's not but brad's read it's several probably articles fracking. yeah sure that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i know i did a lot of research for I this i feel like we invented fracking like in 2005 like it feels yeah. like a recent that's thing. what i was thinking yeah. too like i couldn't imagine they had that back in the 80s like they didn't have water yeah no, you guys like are right they were into the pull- ground. <laughs> they pulled goop out of the ground and tasted it i don't <laughs> think they were doing anything high tech <laughs> Yeah, I probably. love that that was that the first move too was this guy just fucking reaches down and tastes it and then his friend's like what the fuck are you doing and he's like before you say anything yeah whoa 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 don't get mad don't get mad suck this off my yeah, finger no, try it <laughs> and try it's and be delicious. mad at me <laughs> if it, if something was delicious in nature I'd be more suspicious of it I think if it, yeah if yeah. it was just like bitter tasting I'd be like oh it's just nature yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just the way leaves that's, taste you know every dandelion I've ever eaten has tasted bitter everything that's delicious is secretly poisonous yeah. but the foam from the sea that's never sweet 
Only salty. <laughs> it's not supposed to be sweet. That should have been their first red flag. But yeah, him him in the field of snow to just like pinpoint this one stuff and yeah. grab it. Yeah. That guy's a maniac. That's just a dude I who was hungry. Oh yeah, I want to know like <laughs> what happened. What what was the rest of that guy's day like that led him to eat this mysterious goop up <laughs> off the floor? Like, did he just open the fridge and it's like fucking nothing again? I knew there was nothing oh, yeah, in there. I don't know why I sure. checked. Like he is he did not yeah. get a lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really, like, this that's is ugly. Maybe it'll kill me. I'm gonna eat it right now. They said something about staff meals. I think this might be our staff meal. <laughs> <laughs> really, this movie's about corporate greed. <laughs> yeah, is corporate greed just eating all the goop now if he was getting eating a, all the shit we find on the floor if he was getting a paid break you wouldn't have had that judgment lapse <laughs> <laughs> if he had two 15s in like a, a half hour <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if our man was well fed that would not have happened on company time amen yeah the only people in the movie with like union values are is the stuff itself like they all work together, they're they're like, <laughs> and they overcome. They yeah. overcome the capital <laughs> solidarity wasteland. Forever. Oh, that's it. so funny. Oh man! And then we meet uh, we meet the kid after he was peeking into the fridge. He sees the goop moving around. He doesn't even see it move that much. No, just he's, a little he's inch. Very steadfast because this kid is convicted. I love he, this kid. The entire movie, he's like dead set on his morals. That whole family has really weird blue eyes, like. I noticed that also. Yeah, it's it's like disturbing. <laughs> and his older brother just looks like he's like he's just preening throughout the entire movie and like he is definitely. He's a it's a weird performance. <laughs> and I, he acts like he's the protagonist of the movie in all the scenes. He does. I really like I really they like were brothers in real life and he was just pissed off that he had a smaller part. Yeah, that the little brother got the lead. He must have lost the part. That that must be it cuz he's actually a bigger I look I cuz that kid weirded me out. Yeah. The yeah. Way, his creepy blue eyes and the, like the way he's looking at the camera. And you looked him up. You were like, "Where else can like, I see this guy? Where can I see more? <laughs> this guy Did he pose it? for teammates?" <laughs> <laughs> no, he, uh, but he's like a famous video game actor now. He's the voice of uh, Wolfenstein. Oh the shit! Main guy. Yeah, good for him. Getting out ahead. Everyone else in this movie not famous. At all. Nobody else in this movie is famous. They told me, or they told me. I read on Wikipedia. <laughs> My contacts informed me. <laughs> Wikipedia was saying that uh, uh, Chocolate Chip Charlie, that character, was supposed to be Arsenio Hall. Yeah. And then they ended up not casting him for another guy who was Arsenio like way was more. not famous enough as Morris. What, what's his name? Garrett Morris. Yeah. Something like that. Just He was like a bit player on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And he was like way more famous at the time. But, you know, now nobody knows who that is. And everyone ironically knows who Arsenio Hall is. Yeah. Well. Also, the famous pe- the people that are supposed to be famous in the movie are not famous. Like, there's that weird woman at the beginning. There's so much weirdness in this movie. A lot of weirdness. Would, uh, who is the weird woman you're talking about, though? The the first testimonial, like she's the famous woman who's like, "When I was a little girl, I always liked sweet things." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like she goes on, and she has like a weird raspy voice, and <laughs> it almost seems like what an alien thinks a celebrity is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I looked her up too because I'm also attracted to her. Yes. Um, she was like a very famous Broadway actor, but never like broke through. And she was supposed to be T- Tabitha on Bewitched. That is that exact vibe she's putting out. Yeah, like, do just, you know who I am? Yeah, but like it's an like, old dame who not. brings like her dog to rehearsal. Like, <laughs> yeah, kinda. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, this is Susical. Why do you have your Chihuahua here? Like she never made it out. Yeah, I really liked the relationship between the kid and like his whole uh, family of like him always trying to convince them that it was like moving and that it was fucked. And then his dad's like, everything's moving around on a microscopic level. Yeah, yeah. bacteria, blah, blah, blah. And, like they weren't even willing to entertain that the kid yeah, might be onto something. It was just dad. like, no, you're a fucking idiot. And we've been through this a lot of times before. Well, to be fair, the kid does come on very strong right out of the gate. Like he, <laughs> he doesn't go like, I think there might be something wrong with that. He's like, get it out of here. <laughs> 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 you're right you're right if my kid yeah. said anything if he reacted like that towards ice cream i'd be like where is this coming from like he's like jack lemon in the china syndrome and your children so you don't understand that reference but like he's just like fucking losing it yeah but like, then his then his dad vouches for the stuff like it's his creepy drug dealer he's like let the guy hang out come on <laughs> he's not so bad <laughs> you'll like him after a while yeah i think they're both wrong in that scene honestly <laughs> 
Yeah, no one really behaves like a human. Uh, <laughs> Nobody, except for the 12-year-old boy. Well, no, because he's crazy. He's He is crazy, but if I were trapped in that world with all those other people, I would be losing my mind, too. I guess, yeah, we don't see any sense of normalcy. So maybe this has been going on a while, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they've just been like, come on, try it. I, like, think, I think this has been building yeah. for years. Like, this kid's entire life, he's just like, I just want to play soccer. And they're like, try the stuff. <laughs> like, how have you tried snacking instead? It's like, I, I can't be the one i'm 12 years old i can't tell you guys we can't have ice cream for every meal yeah um and then after that we meet the other uh protagonist of the movie uh mo or mo. i forget what his real name is but they yeah. call him mo because he wants mo money well and he wants mo things he wants mo time that like he's just a guy who wants mo <laughs> <laughs> but he ends it's up with mo problems <laughs> i uh, it is the worst pun ever and, and i and i love that they went out of their way to use it several times yeah. through the whole movie you know the screener i was like this is good this is <laughs> yeah he like told his family about it and they were like this isn't that good and they're like you don't get it that you know the, the first basis of the whole movie like he just starts with he's like i got this mo pun <laughs> <laughs> then, he, then he wrote a feature wrote like film. That, yeah. <laughs> the first draft of the this was called Mo Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the original draft, he says it way more. Like, yeah. it's actually the only thing he says. Basically a silent film other than that line. I just, I, I, re I wanted to talk about that intro because it was like a business meeting. Like, he gets brought in uh, with all the other, I guess, ice cream, frozen yogurt executives to try and crack into uh, the stuff's, uh, you know, corporation to find out all their secrets and whatnot. And he gets to the meeting and he just shakes everyone's hand like tells them they're all sweaty which is the biggest power move i've ever heard of yeah and then uh pulls a bug out of his potential boss's pocket that he put there weeks ago and then just gets the job shows another guy the check on the way out and fucking takes off yeah. walks off the boat that he's just on punches that guy in the face <laughs> yeah and then he punches yeah. the guy on the face <laughs> yeah forgot Why did he, he did punch that? him what did he say was he just i like... don't remember it, it was very it was everyone abrupt. is they're, they've all been up. Everyone in this movie has been up for like 48 hours. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one has patience. No one has nuance. <laughs> this Man. has been happening for months. They're all sick of it. Yeah. The funniest way to accuse someone of wearing a wire is like, you're wearing one. How do you know? Because I put it there. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't notice me tape this to your body? I put it in the only pocket you would never use, the nipple one. <laughs> <laughs> the only one you'd ever notice. <laughs> Um, Mo is, it feels like Mo should be way more charismatic than he is. Yeah. Like the actor, it, it, it's not a bad part, but the guy who's playing it just seems like someone's dad. Dude, I kept thinking he <laughs> was going to turn into a zombie or something or like yeah. that guy would be an amazing Frankenstein, just the way that he walked and how weird his forehead was. But yeah. like he was not charismatic and all, but what I really liked about it was that it didn't matter. Like in the oh, script, the movie moves fast enough. In, that the movie moves so quick, no but also just in the script, this guy's charismatic. So despite how uncharismatic the actor is, everybody just would always go along with his bullshit. Yeah. No matter <laughs> what, they kept offering him different jobs through the whole movie. I loved that. Yeah. <laughs> I think McConaughey would be would be like the perfect guy yes. to play that. Oh my <laughs> god! Yes. And then keep the last name. His name's Mo McConaughey. Mo McConaughey. <laughs> 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 Mo Conaghy, one name. Um, yeah, and then he kept uh, infiltrating. Like he goes in to infiltrate. Uh, I guess the advertising e executive side of the stuff. Uh, you know, he goes to the oh, ad yeah. shoot and he meets the lady and he's like trying to get in with her. What I thought really dated this movie was uh, that he was able to just use his real name even when he was lying to people. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was always still Mo. No they matter. couldn't Google him. Yeah, they couldn't Google anything. him. Yeah. Only thing I don't have Mo of is alibis. <laughs> <laughs> I got I one fake name. My parents gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they just owned that they couldn't afford a studio and they had to shoot in like a, a shopping center. Not shopping center, but like a, it, it's like a Walgreens or something. For wait, for which part? For that part? For the the photo shoot, because he shows up at the photo shoot. Yeah, place, yeah, right? yeah. And the photo shoot is just like in the Hudson Bay company. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> notice that. There's all these like dresses everywhere in the background. Damn, and, that yeah, that owns. Damn, I thought that was just the set of a photo studio. Yeah, I thought I thought they just might need to. But put they had in a that dress. much clothes. Like, yeah, I'm not in show out. business life. <laughs> clashes with the, the stuff we need. Yeah, here we thousands need thousands and thousands of Let's try of eight outfits on the fly. <laughs> that shows how little I've been to the Sears photo studio. Yeah. <laughs> no I idea what a real one would look like. That that woman, she's so um, tough as nails, 
until he's like, hey, I like you. And then she like loses all her spine. Oh, my God. <laughs> really? Cancel all my appointments yeah. and buy me a new dress. This man <laughs> likes me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's like before he even offers her the job. She's like, oh, you're you're charming. Yeah. It's like that. That lady's acting like me after two months of unemployment. Like cancel all my plans. Yeah. <laughs> this man might make my dreams come true. <laughs> 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 buying a new shirt for a job yeah <laughs> it's at a fucking like it's in the back of a kitchen you're the grease carrier i've done that dude i've bought new shirts and put them on in alleys for job interviews <laughs> and then not gotten the job <laughs> there's been up a shirt they're like we're looking for someone with a more expensive shirt yeah <laughs> we're looking for a man with uh buttons uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's got a collar no buttons though. it's I, a fucked up shirt is that velcro i don't know <laughs> it's got a velcro collar <laughs> oh man what else happens uh we have the fucking uh 12 year old's rampage he has at the supermarket oh, yeah. where he tries to get everyone off the stuff and uh is you know ripping it off all the store shelves and shit it's an epic like destruction it was pretty amazing i mean that was kind of like my dream as a kid just to cause havoc like that somewhere yeah it's- do you remember those videos of teens g- smashing gallons of milk yeah this is uh this inspired that yep. <laughs> all my friends stole that bit from this movie what was that bit called <laughs> gallon smashing gallon smashing it's not even is that just- good of a name <laughs> <laughs> is it just gallagher but with milk is that Oh, I don't know. It, it was like uh, these kids would take like two forty four liter jugs in each hand, and yeah. then like walk down the alley, and then just like swing them up, and then drop them and smash them oh, really hard into the ground. Its own thing. That's that's unique. Yeah, it's like one of those challenges, yeah. like the cinnamon challenge. It's like that. That'd be a good like wrestler's <laughs> intro. Like if you just came in, with <laughs> smash a bunch of milk, smash milk, <laughs> and then you got to fight a guy who's like sticky covered in milk. Yeah. <laughs> well, it did make the kid look really tough while he was smashing all that. Did stuff. Did look really tough. I loved like I thought like people were gonna like grab him, but like you would just have like there'd be store employees like going into like scoop stuff up off the floor and like get that into them. Yeah, pretty amazing. Loved that. What's what I was wondering about was the uh, the stuff's distribution model, because <laughs> it's it's in grocery stores, but it also has its own like McDonald's type franchise. Yeah, and it also has like street vendors selling it, and it's just like who? who it's the biggest product in the world. <laughs> is there a food that's like that? Hot dogs. I mean, hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, but it's not branded. I guess it's not. Bra- what about like? Coca- um, but there's no Coca-Cola store. What about like uh, you seen that like um, Nescafe coffee where it comes in like the aluminum pods? Mm-hmm. You can buy that shit at the grocery store, and they have their own boutiques. But they don't have like a store store. They got a store do, store where you can just get a coffee. That's what oh, I boot- guess you're right. Yeah, fuck no, no, they only sell the machines in the pods. Oh fuck. There's like no real world equivalent of this, but I guess no you know, company th- has gotten to. This they took level. over the minds Maybe and bodies. Stuff isn't even good. It's just they're they're advertising and distribute. It's imp- that was the it thing. Doesn't look like an appetizing food. Like even as yogurt, it looks like it would be bad yogurt. It looks like a very unpleasant yogurt. I mean, like, the it looks, consi- it looks like a smooth yeah. cottage cheese. The like- consistency of it was so weird, but I was also like on board by the end of the movie. Do you guys ever try Miracle Whip? Yeah. Is that what yeah. that is? is? Like, do you open it up and it's already whipped? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, it actually that does look exactly that like the stuff. That must be what it is. That must, yeah, it must be like w- the basis of it. Got to be Miracle Whip, because like, man, I thought the uh, aesthetics of the cartons were so pleasing to me. I I looked online and you can buy like replicas of it. Oh, I kind of want one just like for my fridge. Yeah, I'd buy one to just keep in there, fill it with fucking sour cream or something of yeah. that consistency. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever someone comes over, just join us. <laughs> you should fill it with shaving cream, like the boy. Yeah, that fucking boy. Um, uh, uh, I I guess we can talk are we, about. Are we that. at that point yet? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, uh, yeah, he tears apart the fucking store. His family thinks that he's so against it, and they end up, like, you know, trying to get him on board the stuff wagon. Uh, that's the only <laughs> food they have in the house. That's yeah. all they're letting him eat. Uh, and he ends up, like, taking the carton that they give him and, like, filling it up with shaving cream to, like, convince him that – or convince his family that he's eating the stuff, but he doesn't actually have to eat the stuff. 
And holy shit, does he eat a lot of sour cream or shaving uh, cream? Shaving in that and he's very comfortable with it. He doesn't wince. I was saying yeah, to Brad, like, like he's no. just like <laughs> he looks like he likes it. It looks like he usually does this. <laughs> no dry heave or nothing. He thought that that's what it's for. Maybe he's that's like, why he's mad. They're making him eat the stuff now. It's like I yeah, like, like Barbasol. I don't know why we <laughs> have. <laughs> <laughs> why like, are you making me change? I don't know why mom and dad leave a snack in the bathroom, but I'm glad they do. <laughs> 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 that was like me with flavored floss as a kid <laughs> yeah that was me with my grandpa's tums <laughs> too young yeah. for acid reflux but young enough to enjoy orange tums don't care that if that they're not good i just care that they're fruit <laughs> <laughs> chalky and delicious <laughs> what else we were talking uh let's talk about the fucking motel scene with all the impressive goop yeah so this is after he convinces the woman to get on his side right do, yeah do he's like con- convinced her to get on this on his side they're on their cross cross country trip around the city they're or around the country <laughs> uh they've they've posted up in a motel And then they're laying down, and they're going to bed, and all is well. You can assume they're about to bang. It's that vibe. Yeah. And then all of a sudden- Pillow talk time. Pillow talk time. And then the fucking pillow explodes with goop. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, I was so so confused. It's like, is that where they're keeping it now? In this universe, did they decide goop is more comfortable than down feathers? Yeah, so it's like either it's established that all pillows are full of goop, or the goop has the same consistency as feathers. (laughs) Yeah, well, the mattress is also goop, right? (laughs) I mean, why not? (laughs) No, it is. It is, because it all comes out of the mattress at the end. Oh, shit. It all pours. So he realizes the whole bed, like the the villagers set this up. But I thought it had to be refrigerated. (laughs) So No, (laughs) it did not, actually. (laughs) The the goop, they never really established how the goop must be stored. Yeah, it can be stored in the fridge or under your ass. Cool, dry place, whatever, just like cereal. You can make it cold or you could fart on it. (laughs) It's always good. (laughs) And, And then they also figure out in that scene, too, they figure out the weakness to the uh to the to the stuff which, which is, is fire which is barely a weakness it's like i don't know th- they lit it on fire and it seemed like it got angrier and then just the rest <laughs> of the motel burned down and yeah. they never it, really it followed sparkles it sparkles too it also yeah i don't know sparkles. <laughs> i don't know how they got it to do that <laughs> I don't either. also it seems like everything's weakness is fire like i don't know why the rest of movies aren't using this as their first try yeah, you I know? mean, because like burning it down was their first attempt in no zombie movie. Are they ever like, hey, what if we tried just napalming this shit? Yeah, you're right. I mean, it. Yeah. First if you try. Sense it you're in awesome. a movie. You should grab. A yeah. If I ever sense that I'm being filmed right yeah, now, this feels awfully cinematic. I got to yeah. start some fires. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be speaking a little too cleverly. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be an enemy. He's going to be weak to fire. This is a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, and so on that guy's cross-country quest to stop the goop, he uh, he sees the news article of this boy, this anti-stuff boy who tears apart a grocery store, and he's like, let me find him. I gotta get this boy. So did he get a tip that the kid was there? No, I th- I mean, I, or did you just see a kid running down the street and said, "Hey, kid, get in," which is what it felt like. Well, that's what, what I also thought. That what I think. That's what I think happened. But as I understood it, he saw the town's local newspaper and was like, "Damn, this fucking kid, me and him, we might have a lot in common. We both hate the stuff, you know." He's like, "This could be my kid. Yeah, this it's, could yeah. be my long lost boy." Uh, and so he goes to the town to try and meet him. And then I, I think it was just like perfect timing. That it happened to be like during this whole shaving cream sequence where that guy was trying to or where the kid was trying to trick his family into thinking he was one of them. But then finding out or his family turning against him and, you know, chasing after him and whatnot. Yeah. And then that guy just the kid just fucking hops in this fucking stranger's car. He's just like, hey, kid, get in. Get in. And this kid's like, perfect. I've been waiting for you. And then they get you. on a plane. The next scene is them getting on getting a plane on a together private to jet. Epstein's Island. Yeah, like, seriously. <laughs> Georgia. Meet my mysterious girlfriend. Get on my private jet. Yeah, we were, about, just like, uh, we were about to say this is what normalized child trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Seriously. He hops on that plane. They go to Georgia. He tells him to wait on the plane. He obviously doesn't. There must have been like 20 
missing scenes that they just cut for yeah i i I actually read in the uh, first cut of this movie the studio was like damn you tried to explain the 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 logistics of the stuff for way too long (laughs) (laughs) oh do you think they go into the distribution model yeah (laughs) he did they were going (laughs) they were answering all your questions later (laughs) the whole marketing breakdown like the company's budget they had to cut out all the shareholders when do we see a profit (laughs) (laughs) there was like 20 scenes where they were just trying to get the patent for this <laughs> <laughs> getting third quarter sales up was a major arc in this whole thing um, but yeah they had to like cut it out and you know cut it for time that's why it's so streamlined and so punchy is because there was you know his second fucking take where it's he's like okay thir- three hour is this movie, quick yeah. enough for you <laughs> 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 nothing happens for more than 10 seconds at a time is this what you wanted <laughs> yeah this movie's crazy because you find out about the stuff and then next scene you're getting thrown to a dog exploding <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I was also able to keep up with it the entire time. There wasn't a single point. Like, I thought, like, damn, this is paced kind of quickly. But I never felt like it was too quick, you know? It was, like, honestly perfect. It's a, it's really well paced. I never had time to take out my phone and check Facebook for this entire movie. You know? Like, it was just it, always throwing shit at you. But, yeah, I wish Titanic was like that. Yeah, this is the opposite of Titanic. Uh, in that I feel it's like really nobody... Good. Nobody was walking in this movie. Like they cut from <laughs> fight to fight. Like <laughs> everyone was sprinting or driving everywhere. Yeah, it's the opposite of the Irishman. <laughs> just, just driving and yeah. checking into hotels. <laughs> um, yeah, and then they fly to Georgia, which I guess is uh, go- or uh, the stuff headquarters, which must be like a Coca Cola because they they're in Georgia, right? <sighs> I don't know, but that would make sense. They're in Atlanta, yeah. I know that this the uh, director was trying to use like or this uh, this stuff is like a you know an allegory for Coca Cola and junk food and darts yeah. and all that bad shit that rules. Um. <laughs> <laughs> What's also weird is they show all those brands normally in a movie where you like shit talk yeah and like make fun of like uh, companies you can't show them it like, was you the need 80s. the clearance. Like he, there's that scene where it's like uh, he talked McDonald's into being in an explosion scene. That's legendary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is. I, yeah, I do like that. There's McDonald's and like KFC on the other side, right? And Damn. then I didn't notice right the, the KFC. Yeah. I just saw the Dons, but yeah, maybe that's my selective <laughs> vision. Um, you see what you want to see in this you world. See. You see what you're addicted to. Um, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry, I forgot. Cool. That's just uh, <laughs> okay. So we were Sorry, we were at brother. the plane. They get on the plane. Well, they yeah they get off the plane. Then they go uh, to go <laughs> I guess okay. bomb the factory, commit some domestic terrorism. Um, do they bomb? Oh, they go for the tour, right? Yeah, they go for the tour. They try and ask some sly questions while all that's happening. The kid gets stuck inside of the goop truck. Yeah. There's that whole sequence. Yeah, yeah. He really, he really fucked himself. He was trying to like escape from the plane, but hide from the guards. But he really didn't keep any of his allies and made a lot of enemies. <laughs> in, like, one second, and then he's like, "The only way for me to do this is to seal myself into a coffin." So he does. He goes for broke. Yeah, gets yeah. into the middle coffin full of goop. Gets saved right in the nick of time. I guess that guy, because he like does or uh, Mo does the tour of the factory. And then he comes back to infiltrate it in the night. And then I, I like, I guess he was like planting C4 all around it strategically. Yeah. And then he like steals the truck that his 12 year old best friend was stuck in. I have a theory that the kid knows he's in a movie because he's so mad about everybody <laughs> being movie dumb. And then also he just jumps into that like one way in, one way out thing. Yeah, he's he's like, he I'll was... be fine. And then he runs into a cave at the end of the movie. No, but. Before that, he runs into a cave, and then he from the cave he runs into the truck. Oh, my bad. That's okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this kid's always just fucking running into places. It's like he's like in the middle of a lucid dream. He's not into. He's just like trying to yes, kill himself. That's exactly. It's how like, how do I restart? <laughs> 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 Want to go back to the fly? <laughs> <laughs> like he can't win, but he can't die. It's a lucid exactly. dream, man. <laughs> this kid's Sisyphus, just cursed. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then they're like, "How do how the fuck do we uh, blow up this compound?" And the guy's like, "I know somebody." And then he drives to a, mili- a militia compound to meet up with a colonel that he dug up some dirt on in the past. Yeah, and this colonel is the most helpful guy in the world. I love the colonel. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, he's. Uh, I don't know if we want to say he's a great dude, though. I mean, do he's you re- not. He's he's racist and weird, but uh, he's racist. Well, do you know? You remember why? Do you remember the dirt that he was dug up on him? Yeah, what was he had it? some significant blackmail. <laughs> yeah, sort I don't remember that. Bill and Hillary Clinton esque blackmail, <laughs> I would say. Uh, the guy is like, you don't want a certain tape of you with a certain black seventeen-year-old getting out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's either a hate crime yeah. or a love crime. <laughs> Uh, that's that's. I'm thinking of He is racist later. Like he's like, I'll let the black man speak. Yeah, that's it. But none of that commie shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. say one commie code and you're out of there. <laughs> so he might be a racist pedophile. I think that's yeah. what he was getting at. Like that's why I think he kept throwing all those digs at black people was because you knew that he was secretly a black. Yeah, he's trying to cover his tracks. Yeah, he's a pedophile who's into black girls. Yeah. What can you do? Um, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> can you do what? Nothing you can do about that. <laughs> Just live and let live, I guess. Hey, he was born that way. I was born with my own stuff. We all live our truths. It takes all sorts to make a world. But he also owns two radio stations. <laughs> yeah. He's like, now that I'm out he's of the army. To fill in uh, any plot hole I'm a racist like military colonel pedophile radio station owner host. Yeah, I've also got a car to drive you to those radio stations. Yeah. Let's roll. Man of many hats and crimes. <laughs> so they fucking blow up the factory, blow up a McDonald's also. And then he's like, let's go to, where did he go? Let's go to Atlanta. I own two radio stations. Yeah. <laughs> That's the line, too. It's not like, how are we going to get this out there? He's like, I'm sure my radio. I've already help. thought I, I about two this. radio stations. Let's go. <laughs> I'm sure at least one of them will be down for this. Just in case I ever needed to contact the country. <laughs> I bet you everyone in the military gets their own radio station. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> that's like once the you complete your you tour get. of duty and you become you reach colonel, then you get your own radio station. Then you can start saying what's what. We're like you've seen what it is. Get out there and spread it. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess now they get their own Twitch channels. <laughs> oh, uh, I should have said before when they were infiltrating the factory uh, for the fake tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, Mo and then his girlfriend and the cover his girlfriend gives for Mo is uh, that uh, she says, <laughs> don't worry, this is my male secretary, Roger. Do you think that's problematic? What What are they saying? Male secretary. Are they saying, oh, he's gay, so he's not a threat to you? Is that? <laughs> no, I think it's just saying like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's they just, just like didn't a, know the term for boy yeah, secretary. Yeah, what's it called when a, a male man's secreta- a secretary? Like a male secretary or something? What's that oh, called? I see. I'll say. I, I, it's like yeah. a secretary with a penis. And then they're like, that term has never been coined. <laughs> we, better, we better add a prefix. They won't get it. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, just want—I wanted to touch on that. Um, oh, and then when the armies—they—they uh, uh, they go in and they invade the factory. They're like blasting everybody. Uh, all the fucking—the—the uh, uh, the term for people who uh, are possessed by stuff is stuffies. We found out at, later in the movie. Do, do they say that in the they movie? They do. They, they do call them that. I think yeah, derogatorily. Like three quarters into it, they're calling everyone stuffies, stuffies. which I really. Like. <laughs> Really like that it took him a while to get the lingo going. I think the stuffed would be better. Yeah, this guy's been stuffed. stuffed. Yeah, they're stuffed. Yeah, that, yeah. Stuffies That's, is too adorable. Yeah. It, stuffies is like what I used to call my stuffed animals Yeah, when and I, was I bet a boy. they probably have to explain that a lot. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, just so you know, they're <laughs> no, not, not the not lovable kind. kind. <laughs> hey, when I say stuffies, I mean these zombies that we have to shoot, not adorable animals you get to cuddle. Can't build these bears. <laughs> <laughs> But he's like, uh, he's shooting him in the head and like the stuff is coming out and he's like disgusted, but like only that it's not blood the, coming out. I like the sight <laughs> of blood, but this is disgusting. Yeah, is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loved that. <laughs> That's a great quote showing personal flaw. Yeah. He also drops, it casually drops the fact that uh, uh, we lost Nam at home. Which I, I don't know. Did we already talk about that on the pod? Yet? I don't know. But we, we talked about off air. Yeah. Let's off-air. get it back on Let's Vietnam back. revisionism. I didn't know that was a type of revisionism. I don't even feel like it's revisionism because that was so soon after Vietnam. I feel like that guy was just bitter about losing a war, you know? <gasps> like, you think this was a real soldier in this movie? It's like, movie? nah, you lost that war. You only lost that. You We only lost because you guys screwed me you up. You gave yeah. up. Yeah. We you didn't lose the war. Up. You lost us the war. <laughs> if you guys were rooting for me, if you guys had my back, I would have killed way more Viet Cong and we would have won this war. But Oh, yeah, we were saying, like... Uh, 
Yeah, we would have won the war if you guys would have came to replace all the guys who died <laughs> in the died, war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys stopped coming out to die, so yeah, we lost the war. <laughs> do you think that's controversial, or do you think that does something for America? Like, is that good to spread that narrative? That if we tried a little harder? Yeah, maybe <laughs> if we won. supported our friends. Vietnam was uh, us we losing Vietnam was right just now. a matter of us not having a can do attitude at that point. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't play enough team sports as kids, and now we don't own <laughs> Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I also just loved how that guy kept threatening everybody to not act so liberal and to stop being <laughs> yeah. such a lib. Like at every point he got, like it really reminded me of being in a small t- in like in small town Alberta, yeah, yeah and he- being like, oh, I don't mind paying so much taxes actually, and then being like, you, what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> yeah, he keeps being like, I don't want to hear any of that liberal shit, and it's like no one's w- said one thing smart. This lib whole movie. code. <laughs> so they fucking fly back to um, Atlanta, commandeer a bunch of taxi cabs, go to uh, one of his studios. And um, announced to the world, like, hey, don't eat the stuff. Burn it. Yeah. You got to cook it. You they tell him. Burn the stuff. Burn all your stuff. And everyone listens. And to me, that was the most unrealistic part oh, of yeah, this no, movie. The anti-maskers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the, the world of the Seriously, bro. That just a guy on the radio can tell you something once and everyone listened. Yeah. They know that it makes us stronger. <laughs> Hey, and I, that's why they don't want us because then we'll get power and blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, hey, I thought of a solution to a problem, and everybody's like, no, you fucking didn't, you stupid bitch. You don't want me to eat stuff? I'll have you know my uncle works at the stuff factory. You don't want yeah. my uncle to have a job? You don't want my racist <laughs> yeah. uncle to have a job? You don't want my uncle to keep working at the stuff factory? He's mid explosion right now. Yeah. Like, stuff is gooping out of him, and he's like, this is industry. <laughs> this is what capitalism does to us. This is what America's built on. So he fucking does the um, broadcast. Everyone listens. Yeah. Which, yeah, is bullshit to just be like, yeah, hey, everyone, I know this is your new favorite food and you're all wildly addicted to it, but you have to stop now. No questions asked. And he's not the government. He's just a guy who's who not in the military who is disgraced, a disgraced yeah, yeah, pedophile yeah. colonel. Yeah, <laughs> he works in a military. We're not even sure if it's the main one. No, he has a militia. This is not the military. He's, is it not the military? No, not, no, no. He's, this is a he's militia. He's just a nut. It, yeah, he's just a dude with... Some guys. He's like a Branch <laughs> Davidians guy who yeah. has his own cult. There's a man with a fortress. <laughs> a fortress and some radio stations. <laughs> man, that is enough to start a country. Like, I don't understand why this movie wasn't about him taking over. Seriously, man, this could have just as easily been an allegory for Fox News. And also, like, their information comes from a guy who was hired... Uh, by the stuff's competition. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. None of this holds up. None of it. Yeah. All of this is from a corporate spy being yeah. told this. And I, I just love like the, the, this, the, like the scene where it was like them broadcasting, like, you know, giving this PSA that's going to save America. It's like the army colonel, uh, you know, the, the uh, Mo, the guy who cracked this, his girlfriend, they're all mic'd up and it's like panning across them. And then it pans to the 12 year old boy, like also mic'd up on the radio, <laughs> like another one of the experts, <laughs> another one of our crack panel of uh, judges. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then everyone fucking listens. And, and then it ends with them going back to uh, the CEO of the stuff company uh, yeah. and making him force feed. And also the competi- the guy who hired him. Yeah, they... they also, like, they teamed up, which yeah. is perfect capitalism. That's that, realistic. That's actually what would happen. Of course like, oh, that's what would have happened. We know this will kill people, but we've uh, changed the formula, so it's only 17%. Yeah, that was so crazy to just be like, yeah, we're cutting it. We yeah. cut the goop. <laughs> we cut the goop with other goop. We cut the Our stuff with... You got the, the, the pure shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that's what it turned into. Because, like, the last scene of the whole movie was, like, they're establishing that there's a black market for this stuff now. And yeah. Yeah. So, I guess that was very deep. You know, Also, that was a- did we talk about how they made the two starters of the stuff company die by eating the stuff? Yeah, I mean... Oh, yeah. Th- that's... The the final, <laughs> yeah. Stuffed them to death. 
I really liked that. I thought that was poetic. It seemed a little much of Mo to like, I'm going to give this child a gun. I think. Yeah. <laughs> it also really seemed like they learned and nothing like, through this whole movie. You yeah. know, like we've gone out of our way to eradicate this. And it's like, oh, but we saved a box to fuck you guys with. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like, that's how I think the founder should have ended. <laughs> like with a 12 year old who just Get ate here, Ray. Ray <laughs> Rock like, just being force fed McDoubles 12 year old full of hamburgers has just had enough bro this <laughs> <laughs> obese 12 year old trying to finally getting what's his <laughs> uh, are you filleting the fish or is the <laughs> fish filleting you yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know that seemed wild though to just like you know because all that, so they're going to explode again and they're going to have to burn all that shit. That just seems like a lot of work for themselves. Yeah. I I oh, loved the, the last <laughs> shot, though, of them just like like ravenously eating all that ice yeah. cream. Yeah. And just them sadly panning out. Yeah. And then like them like going back for all the empty cartons. Yeah. Like they need more. Very, very, very poetic. So that's the fucking stuff. That's the, the stuff. We've concluded it. Uh, potential future controversies. Let's talk that. I mean, I think obviously the biggest one is how they normalize child trafficking. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely problematic. Definitely wouldn't like to see that in the remake. But I just really love how it like literally is like a Jeffrey Epstein mirror. It's like we've picked up this kid. This the kid minute he's like, hey, kid, get in here. Gets in. Like, plane. get on this Cut plane. To plane. He's Dude, like, it's like, he's get, like in, get in this nice town car. We're going to drive you to our private jet. Oh, here. Her? That's my foreign girlfriend. <laughs> this is really just a movie about how children can solve rich people's problems. <laughs> like, that's yeah. it. But also, like, that kid didn't even really solve any problems. Like, I thought that no, kid was... No, he's just a brat. He was just, like, a, a obstinate brat. Yeah, like, he's just kind of in the... Like, he's right, but he's in the way for the entire <laughs> yeah. movie. And then he just gets scooped up and brought to Georgia for no reason. Also, Garrett Morris seems like he should have had a much bigger role. It seems like he should have been the kid. Like, <laughs> yeah, it does him seem. and the kid are never really in the same scene. Never. It seems like they could have, they should have been the exact same character. Yeah, it seems like they hired Garrett Morris and they couldn't get him for half the shoot. <laughs> and they're just like, okay, we'll put a kid in there, just a bratty kid. What does he do? He he gets trapped in a vat. That's uh, he'll it. cause some hijinks. Yeah, <laughs> he gets trapped and moved a lot. Yeah. Have you guys seen Mars Attacks? No, I haven't. Okay, because. It feels like this movie would have been better if it was a bit more like Mars Attacks because it's just two stories that don't really connect. Not at all. And Mars Attacks has like five stories that don't connect. And you're just like, well, this is just, <laughs> this is just the world. Like it feels like a like a landscape of this weird thing happening. I love that because that's like that's like an artistic choice when you go like that deep into it. Yeah. But like it's when just it's like a mosaic painting. Of yeah. A when bunch it's of different... like this and it's like, man, they're really pretty independent, these characters. Yeah. And then they link them up and it's like they're still really independent. <laughs> <laughs> they still probably wouldn't like each other. You know, yeah. like, it feels like the whole team of like stuff busters hates each other. Yeah, it's like I still, I still never figured out like if he actually <laughs> liked that girl or not, or if she, he was like just extracting information out of her the entire time. I like that. I like that it was. It felt cynical. It felt like she was getting nothing out of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had no interest. He, he was just a craven opportunist. <laughs> she was just being strung along for the entire movie, trying to put an end to the stuff on the off chance that uh, they might end up going for dinner <laughs> after this. She might be the only good person in the movie because she's the only one who like does it for a good reason. Like she goes against her values. Oh, that's a progressive spin on it. That is, yeah, she's the only character that shows any growth through this entire movie. Because he's just a hired gun. He's supposed to do all this. Stuff. Yeah, he's a hired gun who's taking money from everybody. He's like, literally taking money from everybody. Yeah. Letting whoever hire him. Uh, and then does whatever he wants in the end. And the kid was just, like, fucking chaotic neutral, I guess, the entire, or yeah. chaotic good the entire time. Uh, doing nothing. But, yeah, that girl, she started off as bad and then became good. She grew. Yeah. It's her movie. It's her movie. She has eight lines. Oh, I wish <laughs> I knew her, her name, movie. but it Ooh. is her movie. <laughs> the woman. <laughs> the only three-dimensional ca- I'm sure that's how she was credited in, this, yeah. in the credits, too. They should make it like, if they make it with five individual storylines, hers should be the main one in the next, in the remake. Uh, what, what was the name of the new stuff they had? Uh, the Taste. The Taste. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. She can handle the taste. She could handle the taste because she has experience and she's not a loudmouth like the two boys. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think that's controversial Can at all. Can we do an all-female reboot of <laughs> 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 <laughs>
what other potential future controversies do you see? Um, I would say maybe some of the stuff that the uh, the military guy says, but it just seems accurate. It's like it when just seems like a portrait of a military yeah. guy. Well, the problem with that, I would actually say, is that like I think it was satirical, like how they made the military guy, like yeah. what a piece of shit he was, like how he you know had a questionable past with minors and all that stuff. Uh, young people, not actual minors. Now that we're clarifying both ways, yeah. Um, but he like did all that <laughs> shitty shit. But and then he also kicked ass for a really long time at the end of the movie and really saved the day. Yeah. So it's like sending a lot of mixed messages here. Well, everyone has their value. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just mass appeal, bro. That's not problematic. <laughs> <laughs> that's just shooting for as many people as you can hit. Uh, I think it taught us that uh, domestic terrorism is a, a reasonable and good way to solve your problems. I think so, yeah. Um, Destroy instead of protest. <laughs> yeah. I think it's very applicable to the modern times. We've very applicable. Fire is the solution to everything. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah exactly. Try that first. <laughs> yeah. Hey, all I'm saying is there's a parasite invading, invading our society. It has been for years. Let's burn it. Oh, oh can yeah. we talk about the way Garrett Morris dies? Garrett Morris dies in this movie? It's the best death in the movie. Where he's he's in the radio station and his face like Oh, I thought the other guy was Garrett Morris. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the best one. But I also like that he I, I don't think he ever even eats uh the stuff on screen. Uh, that's probably part of the three hour cut. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Because <laughs> like that was that 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 whole character that whole character's whole thing was that he was a discre- or like a former candy executive. Yeah, he's based on. Do you guys remember Famous Amos? Yes, he's the he's supposed to be like the movie's version of Famous Amos. Okay, and then new cookie business comes to town. No one wants to eat yeah, Famous no Amos's. Eat, yeah, it's too much calories in those mini cookies. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I don't remember Famous Amos. Yeah, they weren't good. They were always at Costco. Um, they came in like little bags, so like parents would give them to you for like lunch. Oh, um, that sounds nice, man. But they're so hard. They're just hard, and they have a. Uh, they're not good. I like a hard cookie though. I like a hard shitty cookie, Should've like something good. Chips Ahoy consistency. Okay, you might like Famous Amos. Like they're not good, but I like it. That's kind of like the portrayal of the military in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that like this movie was a satire of movies back then, so like. Those are always ending up, or those are always like way more fucking progressive. There's not a lot of future cons in this movie, I don't think. Yeah, I would like to talk about the army showing up in a fleet of taxis. Do you guys remember that scene? Yeah, where yeah. they get to Atlanta and they need a way to get to the guys' radio stations. So they commandeer a bunch of taxis. <laughs> they say to ourselves, "We got machine guns. Let's not steal anything." <laughs> and then they get there, and the uh, colonel commands all of them to go back and pay and tip ten percent. That's a good colonel. Good colonel. See, yeah. See, he does redeem multitudes. himself. Like you can be an awful, <laughs> yeah, yeah, piece of shit, and also tip. Well, ten percent in the eighties is that okay? In the eighties, ten percent's a lot. I mean, okay. right now, fifteen percent's the standard, and I would I, say I would inflation's say fucked us. Standard, isn't it? No, yeah, the places for me, I've been waiter for at. me, yeah, 25. You, is standard. <laughs> I know where you've waited at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I I tip I tip twenty or more if I can. Yeah. And like this. Uh, yeah. I'd say 20 should be the standard. I don't know. So, yeah, I think I don't know. 10 standard. 10. Oh, actually, yeah. Taxi. I would never tip like 20 percent on like an Uber. That would no, be fuck that. Yeah. It's like unless unless you've given me a bunch of water bottles that I haven't asked for. That's the worst. You ever get in an Uber and they're like, here, take a water bottle. It's like, I'm not going to tip you. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much of an investment. Like huge you, investment. You, you're complicit. In tipping them the minute you take that it's like when yeah. those people like used to come up to you in like popular areas with a cd and be like what's your name and then write it on it <laughs> uh, like, now you're fucking sucked into paying me now <laughs> 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 but i do think it's i think that's not controversial that he demands that his boys tip i think that's progressive and no i think, I think that rules i think that's prog rock right there <laughs> it's very prog rock um do you think it's problematic that the way they fixed the problem was just exploding everything? <laughs> I think that's always been the solution to most problems. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's the best way to solve a problem, but I'm not going to say it's not a way to solve a problem. That's did, a very did you nuanced. want them to de-escalate? <laughs> just like, sit in a room with the, the stuff? I, <laughs> Play honestly, some Enya? We're going to get a mediator. <laughs> I would have preferred if they could have reached a, an agreement. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like a two-state solution with the goop <laughs> and the people. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'd like to see where the stuff is coming from here. Uh, so what do you think our parents learned from this? How did this movie impact a generation? Uh, how did this movie impact a generation? I mean, obviously I mean, not ways. intended. Obviously, everybody still smokes cigarettes and eats like shit all the time. Yeah, but it did make uh, Jeff Epstein do what he did. Or at least taught him about that. Yeah, definitely taught Epstein the ropes. Gave him his prop. I bet Epstein saw that thing and that just or that. I scene, think okay, and if, it just implanted if in his was, mind. Uh, affected by this movie, I think he probably showed this movie to people who are like, "This is a weird relationship you're trying to develop with me." And he's like, "No, look at it. Look at uh, mowing the child and the stuff. It's normal. Come on, me and my. Like, this, is a, this is a kids movie. This is a this is a PG thirteen movie. You and me and a kid we find. Yeah. What's weird about that? You dynamic? get on a plane. Like, that kid got on a plane. No problem. Yeah, yeah. We can <laughs> that talk. Kid wants yeah. to go to Georgia. He saved with me. the world. Do you want to save the world at Epstein's <laughs> Island? <laughs> Bill Clinton's there. You can talk to him. <laughs> they didn't I'll even meet the president the in this people. movie. <laughs> It also like taught our. I think it uh, taught people that we've never lost a war. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All that Vietnam revisionism, that sly revisionism. Yeah, that uh, that really trained all our dads to be like America, greatest nation in the world. Never lost a war. Never lost one. I think it it probably said like don't. They probably took it as like a lesson of like don't deal with that namby pamby like aspartame shit or the (laughs) diet products or. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> like, it's not bad if it doesn't explode me, and then we kept eating McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like it unintentionally got us to, like, eat GMOs and all that shit, you know? Like, it hyped up this delicious engineered fake thing to, you know, try it out. Everyone loves it. Yeah, they were like, see, look how bad eating stuff out of the ground is. We found this goop in yeah, the ground. Yeah, that was yeah. what we were saying. This is natural. This <laughs> came from the earth, They're like, and it was need- fucked. We need now we eat these lab carrots <laughs> in the sequel. No, that's why mushrooms are still outlawed because of the stuff. Like they saw that, and they're like, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mushrooms will uh, uh, they'll turn you into a stuffy, mm-hmm. make you go against capitalism. Stuff mushrooms, yeah, yeah, exactly. Delicious. That's yeah, this <laughs> this movie taught our parents' generation to not let us eat things out of the ground or smoke things out of the ground. Yeah. That's why drugs have been illegal for so long. <laughs> yeah, this movie unintentionally started the drug war. <laughs> That's a future con. Yeah, the war on drugs, child trafficking, and it made us eat fast Ooh, food. I don't know about this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the Sackler Brothers of movies. <laughs> so what do you think? Should this shit be brought back? Is this is the world ready for this? As a... Should this be remade? Should it be re-released? I, th- I think it should be re-released, but it's vape juice instead of goop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, man. I think that, and, and it's like ev- they hit they hit you over the head with the head with it even more. <laughs> yeah, 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 like there's no subtlety at all. It's just this is <laughs> fucked, and it's controlling your brain. Okay, that movie could the the vape itself just be ghosts? Yeah, the va- it could be like, like they, vape they just smoke. find like they're like look at the smoke we could just put this in a thing. Wouldn't that wouldn't and that people be are fu- just sucking in ghosts and then you you are just old. What about we find yeah, out yeah, that yeah, yeah. vape juice always has been ghosts this entire time? It very much could. Be. <laughs> and then we bring in the female cast of Ghostbusters to solve it. Yeah, we get the lady Ghostbusters on the case. That's how we remake this in a progressive way. Well, this movie's kind of similar to Ghostbusters in that like it doesn't do any particularly thing any particular thing well um like great yeah because like ghostbusters isn't hilarious and it's not scary yeah but it's great just like it's all these <laughs> yeah, things yeah, that yeah. are <laughs> it's greater than the sum of its parts like we there's, were no, t- there's not that many funny hilarious moments at ghostbusters no they're you smile a lot yeah I'm, same with the stuff I'm like, you're not fun. scared at all during this stuff no yeah yeah you're i mean this there's no scary points in this there's like some pretty crazy effect but that's what that's that's what i liked i mean it wasn't ever scary i was always just able to it's appreciate nice. the effects it's for what fun. they are yeah it's like it's cool and entertaining it's like i there wasn't really any real stakes at any point like even when i thought the kid might get stuck in the truck like I, you know, oh yeah you're not worried you're not worried all. yeah 
I do. Even think- if he, even if you did have to watch this twelve-year-old die on screen, it's not like you had any attachment to him, really. Yeah, <laughs> he's a brat. He, yeah, exactly. He, just, he was just cause he did vandalism at a grocery store in the last scene. Yeah, I think that if we do remake this, we should give the kid a better relationship with his parents, because then I think he doesn't get on that plane, and he also doesn't act out in the grocery store. Yeah, I think the kid should be a lot more resistant to getting on the plane and getting, <laughs> getting in the car with strangers. The kid should know like a rhyme to yell when the stranger like you yeah know? the kid yeah. should be struggling <laughs> through that entire sequence he should still be brought into the plane and taken to georgia but it should be against his will <laughs> and then i think we're good to remake it yeah what do you think would you re-release this theatrically do you or? think the world's ready for the stuff I, th- I think it holds up i think this shit does hold yeah, up man i i would like to see it in theaters i'd love to see this in theaters i don't think you, you need to remake it though so you're saying remaster it? Okay, make it as a miniseries. Make, m- have like the eight plot lines yeah. of like Ooh. the guy who works in the marketing business. <laughs> I want to know about the guys who work around that tar pit and like what their lives are like because they know it's all a lie. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and they just have to go home and deal with that. But they're all like addicted like a, to it. Sorry, what were you gonna say? I'd also like to see on that idea like a the before life of the CEOs. The dual CEOs at Stuff Enterprises. How someone yeah. got into the Stuff game, like the first guy yeah, to like market. What it. was their first venture? Yeah, I just want a Tom Wolf novel about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some. <laughs> I like to imagine there was like some businessman who was like trying to peddle this half melted ice cream, and it just would not take. Nobody wanted it, and it was disgusting. And he finds this stuff. He's like, "What if I add out tapeworms to it?" <laughs> yeah, what if I make it take over your brain, and it comes out of a crater, and then uh, it was a hit. And what happened to the mining guys at the beginning? Because they, 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 stuffed, didn't they? They're not on the board. They're not like. Yeah, I guess they will. Because they talk about it a little bit when they were doing the tour of the factories. Because I guess they must all be stuffies. You know, like they're probably all fully consumed by the stuff. And I think it's safe to assume that they're doing the stuff's bidding by bringing it to market and whatever. Yeah. Um, and they were also like referencing the fact that uh, they had to stop them from stealing it in the factory so much. Like. So much of it would go missing. It was tough to make a profit, they were saying. Yeah, I remember that. I thought he was being folksy. I mean, I, I think he's, he's being, being like, well, it's I'm sure he's being folksy, but I'm also, I'm sure that a lot of them are stealing it all the fucking time because they're all addicted. They got to get their fix. Like. Okay. So, but then they, the, the, the turnover of those workers who just become dead because of the stuff. Yes. How long do you have in the stuff, in the remake? Is it like two? Is it just COVID? That's true. Like they get two good weeks of walking around normally. And this then also is an allegory for oil because it's a finite resource. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hit peak stuff. <laughs> the, the entire economy is going to collapse. That's a good point. I don't know if we have enough labor for a second, ser- a second uh, sequel. You got anything else you want to add? Any closing arguments? No, man. I think it's solid. I think watch at your own risk. I'm still, like, honestly, I'm still pretty confused about how I feel about this one. Have you guys ever felt um, this way about product? Like, the people in the stuff, though? I yeah, mean, but only, like, addictive things. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, where you need to get everyone. Because, like, when Soylent came out, I was kind of <laughs> like this. <laughs> where you need to get everyone on it? Yeah, we're like, because I, I didn't want to be the one weirdo who's just drinking this mush. <laughs> and I bought Man. like six boxes of them. That's like I, I was living in New York. I, I was so poor. And I was like, these are all my meals from now on. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like going around being like, you got to try it. <laughs> and I was like, no, gross. It's like... <laughs> cereal milk (laughs) (laughs) that's like everyone i know with kombucha man oh Oh, dude that is kombucha it's like yeah i I ferment food now can you too also do that too so i'm not weird about it ah fermented but it doesn't get you fucked perfect (laughs) tastes like diarrhea it makes me feel normal (laughs) great (laughs) i like to find workarounds so i can still eat food that's rotten but not get sick (laughs) Um, yeah i love this i mean i yeah People need to fucking face their vices and shit and whatnot. I think they need to invent a type of ice cream that comes in that consistency. Yeah, it's just always half melted no matter how cold it gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, there's lumps in it or something. It looks kind of like a McDonald's uh, shake. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's not real ice cream. It's a, it's a weird... It's like uh, it's called vanilla base. It's an homage to ice cream. Comes yeah. in ten liter <laughs> bags. You have to carry it across the restaurant like you're a pregnant lady. <laughs> oh, I've carried that shit around when I was working at Red Robin. We'd get it in a big, uh, big, uh, 
big bag. It was milkshake mix. I'd always slap it. That was the best part it, of my day. Is it liquid? Yeah, it's liquid. Yeah, I guess yeah. it's like milk with like a bunch of like sugars and shit added to it. And then they put it in like, you know, a Slurpee-esque machine. And that oh, adds okay. the cold and it spins it. It twangs it around until it thickens up. Yeah. yeah. Engineering. Good thing we uh, save that little bit of knowledge for the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody, if anyone watching at home now knows how to make anyone stuff. who uh, listened to this whole episode got a sweet little treat. Leif, do you have anything there. to plug? Thanks for being on our podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. I I don't really have anything to plug. Um, uh, I have a book on Amazon. You have a book on Amazon? I do. What's that? <laughs> it's called Dead Peasants. It's a play. Hell yeah. When did you write that? A long time ago, like 2013. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you didn't get like insanely productive during (laughs) the lockdown. (laughs) (laughs) Last three months, wrote and published a play. It's doing great. Oh, what did you guys do? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys thought about a podcast idea? (laughs) God, I wish I was you. All right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. Follow me uh, at Keen underscore BD on Instagram. Follow Brad. At I hate Brad. This was a great suggestion. Follow Leif. Great at movie suggestion. Leif O.C. Leif O.C. Yeah. The great movie suggestion. Everyone watch this. Did we figure out what movie we're talking about next? Uh, fuck. No. Shit. Fuck. We'll edit it in. We'll, we'll add something. it in post. It'll be good. Anyway. Thank you. Mwah.